Hello and welcome to the first episode of 2023. It is a brand new year, season, but in many ways it actually hasn't really felt like a new start, if you know what I mean. January has been a bit different this year and that is something we want to talk a bit about, our reflections, because we think that that can actually help a lot of people feel a bit more ease with what's going on. So yes, we have a really nice episode for you today and we're excited to dive into some topics that we hope can be really relevant for you and help you in the time forward. We're currently both back in Costa Rica. It is really warm outside and inside and we have set up our little podcasting office in Sue's studio and we have new microphones so we hope the sound is amazing (laughs) and uh, we actually had so much trouble getting this podcast started which is just like a metaphor of January it's like we really want to we really want to take action we want to get things done we want to get it out but it's just like the energy is not there and it's been so hard to force it and that's kind of what we've been feeling about work about planning about all the goals we wanted to hit then we had a membership session in our membership last week where this came up as a really big topic for a lot of people. So we're understanding that it's not only us that feels this way. But before we dive deeper, hello, Sus. Hello, hello. Good to be back. Good to be back. <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited for this topic because personally, I've felt this. How have you felt? I feel it always when I get stressed in my solar plexus. So I usually feel, when I feel like a stress that is related to driving something forward, I feel it in my solar plexus, in my gut, in that chakra, which is all about willpower, all about action, all about doing things. And so to put you more into my perspective, we have done a little review of last year and we've also, business-wise I'm talking now, but also personally, of course, and now I'm setting up our budget for 2023. And so looking at that also sparks sort of all the actions that we need to take and everything that we need to do and all the projects and all the things that are actually going to bring in the flow, the revenue, the revenue, the money into our business. So when it feels like you can't really get started and it's almost mid-month, that stresses me out with my business hat on. And then I have another hat on, which is my spiritual connected hat to the universe to what's going on, to astrology, to the bigger picture, which is what I'm realizing that that's the one I got to put on right now because I cannot go against the massive forces of the universe. And the ego needs to calm down a little bit. I think that is what many of people out there are feeling because we have this New Year's resolutions, January, like a new year, this is going to be my year. So many people are feeling that. And I salute that. That is amazing because I'm positive it's going to be your year. But for many, it hasn't really started yet. The train hasn't left the station and there's a lot of prep work to be done. So I read a post that resonated a lot with me by Tuna Hova on Instagram, which actually confirms a lot of what we have been feeling. She says, according to human design, The new year does not start until the sun moves into port 41, the 22nd of January. Also, it's still winter time. It's still hibernation. It's still slow. It's still inward focus and actually time to rest. Mercury is in retrograde. March is in retrograde, actually shifts today. And the astrological year starts March 21st. 
that's when we start the whole zodiac with Aries. So she's saying it's natural if you feel like you don't have to like if you don't feel like kickstarting something right now, that is natural. And how is that to hear for your ego that wants to get all the shit done? Really hard, like so freaking hard. And how it plays out is sort of planning and trying to sit down and do the stuff and then things come in the way and then you need to fix that. And then I feel like something is hindering us too to just sit down and make all our plans. We have, we have planned to make plans and we haven't even gotten to do that yet. So it's a little bit frustrating. But when I did sit down yesterday, finally, because I've also been traveling and it takes a lot of energy. And uh, so I finally arrived, got myself a few days to rest and then got to sit down and start our budget. And that really helped, actually, helped me feel at ease to sit my butt down at the office and get going. So it's a bit twofold, sort of. The advice is to, one, lean into the energies that are happening. If you need to rest, if you need to plan a little bit more before the action, if you need to just nourish yourself in this wisdom of what's going on in the bigger picture, then do that. But if you need to have a little bit of kick in the butt to sit yourself down and do the stuff and see how that feels, then I welcome you to do that too. That's good advice. But I feel like this is one of the main topics that in every conversation almost that we have, people are talking about, oh, time just flies. Yeah. Time has gone by so quickly. Mm, I feel that too. It's insane. Like I've been here over a week and yeah. But what does that mean? I don't know. I feel like it's a bit different. I'm going through a lot right now. I feel like I always am, honestly. But things didn't turn out quite as planned. And it flips everything you had planned. And when time flies, you're like, okay, what am I actually doing with my life? And then you feel stressed because you're not moving towards your goals. What it feels like is that everything that I planned and how I thought life was supposed to look like has changed. And then I wake up in the morning and I'm like, okay, but what am I now going to do with my life? And it's just weird. And I think that when we set intentions for January, we're sort of like in the illusion that we have control of everything, that everything will be exactly as we say it will be. But then we forget that we actually co-create with the universe. And sometimes our intentions are still there and maybe everything will turn out even better than we thought. But sometimes... It's just not how we planned it. And that is what is frustrating. So do you think that when people said that time flies, it's a sense of losing control a bit over our life? Yeah. And also maybe for other people, not saying this is for you, but for other people, I think it's filling up life with a lot of stuff that you just want to get through. And then, oh, all of a sudden it's the evening and then it's a new day. And then you keep doing that over and over and over again. Yeah. There's a big difference in people who continue to just do the same thing over and over again and never actually take any action to change. Yeah. And then there's people actually take action to change and do the hard work. Mm. And I think that is a big difference in the world, actually. Yeah, 100%. So what is the takeaway? What are we supposed to learn? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I think it always takes me back to the 50-50 co-creation, which basically means Okay, we put in 50 as a human being, and then we receive 50% guidance, help, maybe stir up something that feels a bit out of our control, but that's actually how we receive. And putting those together, that is how we create. And that's those 100% that take us towards that intention that we set. 
And it's scary because we want to have 100% control. We want to decide. We want to know. And what we want to know is also, if I do this, will this happen? If I do that, will that happen? And how I see it is that we wouldn't be here as human beings if that was the point. Then we would be robots. So how do we live in that uncertainty? Like right now, things are not going exactly as planned. How do we live with that? Because for me, what tends to happen is that I get very many responses in my body. I can feel everything from my brain shutting off. It's like a fight or flight response I often have. And my body just wants to sleep. And then I can feel that I feel intensely much sorrow. Mm -hmm. Just like sometimes I feel like I'm stuck in the stuff like life never goes as I want it to be or like it's never going to be good or it's never like for me, it's never good. You know what I mean? And I know, like, if you follow me on Instagram, you're like, shut up, you're you're posting from paradise. It's like, you're living the dream life. (laughs) Yeah, I know that it looks like it from the outside, but it is not easy to experience some of the things I'm experiencing. And yeah, so I'm often wondering, like, how do you get past this feeling of helplessness and just not understanding the point of things? And I think that it's important to remember that when we are stuck in a bad place, We only remember everything bad that happened before. Oh, it feels so horrendous. I know exactly what you mean. It feels so stuck and it feels like that is the only thing you've ever experienced. And that's how our brain works, sort of. That is the only brain neural connection you can do at that point. But how we had to cope with that is embracing the beautiful, weird, overwhelming, crazy ride it is Mm -hmm. to be human. It means to experience all the emotions on the scale. And it means sometimes life gets drastically rearranged. It means sometimes we have to go through massive fear. Our deepest shadows, our deepest blocks, our wounds get opened and opened again and again and again. And from expressing that, from feeling that, from realizing, embracing, accepting, that's where we take a step forward, even if it doesn't feel like it. And it's part of our evolution. It's our growth. It's what builds our life. That's interesting for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we are still in the planning mode. And I also want to share a bit about that because we have learned some new ways in which we want to set our plans and goals for this year. So last year we had a revenue goal for each month and it didn't work out the way we thought. No, let's just be honest about that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And last year it was such intense year because we worked so much on our relationship and it literally was like working with an atom bomb going off all the time. And so it was a pretty intense year. And so it was hard for us to really get grounded. And then suddenly something clicked and we were both like ready. I would say from October. Yeah. And then we had some great months. Yeah. And then when we were there Mm -hmm. in that place we were supposed to be, everything worked out amazingly. Easy. It was flow. We hit our target. Then we had a realization in December regarding revenue goals and manifestation. And it's actually really hard for the subconscious mind to reach after a goal set in a number. And the reason for this is that we manifest 95% from our subconscious. And that's like a lot. So literally, when it comes to our subconscious mind, how to understand it is that it wants us to be in thriving mode. And it does not want us to be in survival mode. And when you set a revenue goal, and then you don't reach it, you're constantly in lack and you're constantly in survival mode. And when you're there, you can't manifest more. 
And so how to flip that is to make a difference. You have that revenue goal, but make it so juicy that your subconscious mind will go there alone. Yeah. Like it will just take you there. And how to do that is to really get descriptive about like, how will it feel when you have reached that goal? Like how will it look, how will it taste, how will it feel, what will it touch? Make this vision so clear in your mind, in your body, in your senses that you'll just be taken there. And I think that that is the reason I always come back to Santa Teresa. It's because I visualize it so much without even knowing it. So my subconscious is like, go there. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like, yeah, it's wild. Mm, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And also, I know the opposite feeling of setting that financial goal as we have done and reaching it and not having any connection. Yeah. She's like, oh. Yeah. And okay. then you move on. Oh, well, that was fun. <laughs> but what is fun is when you suddenly find yourself in a scene of your own visualization. You're like, oh my God, this is what I've dreamt about. Pinch me. That's the fun part. But you can combine the two. Yeah. And I'm thinking this can be such a great exercise in this weird January. Yeah. Instead of spending a lot of time on pushing yourself and like, being disappointed, like maybe go to the beach or go to the nature or go to your couch <laughs> and spend some time on visualizing how you want to feel and what you want to reach and what goals you want to reach. And you know, it may sound fluffy, but this is like the best way to do business. You still got to work hard and you still got to do the things, but let do it with your subconscious mind with you. It's going to be so much easier. Yeah. And what we did in our membership, the first session of this year, was to combine visualization with finding subconscious blocks. Because usually there's also this little voice that tells, creeps in and tells you, oh, but that's not possible for you. And so we went in, we dove in with a kind of hypnosis meditation mm -hmm. that I guided. And then I asked, who is saying that? What are they saying? Why? And that is one of the ways that you can really go in to the depth, to those 95% and find your blocks. Because you won't find them with your conscious mind. You can't just think your way to finding them. You have to go and actually what we're doing is to change our brainwaves. We're going into a different state and there's a lot of research on this. This is scientific where we connect with a different part of our brain. And when we know, let's say that what appears in your beautiful vision is your parents saying that, no, you should have this steady job instead. That's so valuable information. Because that can be what stops you every single day from actually daring to dream that dream and ever taking a single action step towards it. And it can just be there in the background without you knowing it. So, yeah, I think this is really valuable information <laughs> for January. Yeah. And then when the anxiety hits and when you get the panic attack and when you get the feeling that life is over, how do you cope? I know that you just had a very scary flights over here not the flight was scary but your emotions were scary yeah i feel like i met my old self again because i've struggled a lot with anxiety or experienced a lot of anxiety earlier a few years ago talked about it on the podcast before but now it appeared again and it was like meeting my old friend that i hate and it started already on the transport to the airport like on the bus And I had probably, let's say, 35 hours ahead of me of traveling. <laughs> so I was like, oh, fuck. It's going to be a long trip. So what happened physically is heart palpitations. My throat closes. I feel like my vision gets blurry. I start sweating. I get nauseous. And for many people, 
that feels like, oh my God, I'm going to die. And it is a response of your nervous system. And as I've geeked out on this throughout the years, I know that consciously. But when I'm in it, I also feel like I'm going to die or like I'm sick. And that is, I would say, a typical panic attack. And through many beautiful sessions with my different coaches and healers, I've managed to really work myself. I've come a long way with anxiety. And I think the golden nugget in it all, what has helped me is actually to know that I need to express. I need to let the emotions out. Because anxiety is like a lid on a pressure cooker. With all your emotions in there, you stir and stir and stir and stir and it starts boiling really, really heavily. And then you put a lid on and it just wants to explode. And that was exactly what I realized because I called some of my close ones to just, I just knew I need to talk to someone. I can't sit in this alone. And as soon as I started talking, I started crying and all the emotions came up. And then I felt also the shift physically in my body. It was like something really released. Because those emotions just wanted to come out. And when they were trapped, it led to anxiety instead. So it's the body like, attention, please. And that can be the same with depression, which is something that I'm not so familiar with. But I can, of course, have depressed emotions and feel depressed in really, really short periods. And I think it's sort of the same, like really pressuring down emotions that need to be felt. And sometimes we feel like, but oh, I feel so much all the time. I've felt and felt and felt for a whole week. Am I going to feel even more mm. to not have this panic attack? And yeah, we actually have to. And some periods, and some periods, a lot more than others. And we need to give ourselves a lot of space and a lot of understanding. A great question is to ask yourself, if you were looking at you from the outside now as your best friend, mm. what would you say to her or him? What would you advise? What would you think that they needed right now? And that can suddenly give you a lot more answers than if you're trying to soothe yourself because we're often strict with ourselves. We're like, oh, I need to get my stuff together right now. It's a new year, blah, blah, blah. Things need to be perfect. So, yeah, and if anyone wants to talk, of course, reach out. And we also have this membership platform and a beautiful community with it where we every month have this group mentoring session where these topics are the ones that we dive into and we give practical hands-on advice. And just to feel part of a community is wonderful. So I think that I've also heard, which is important, that things will go faster this year, which yeah. is strange with this slow start. But I think that once the energy is in place and set in motion, like we will reach our goals much faster. So having patience now and maybe resting more and maybe spending more time visualizing what you actually want is exactly what is necessary because hold your horses, things are going to move fast when they start moving. Yeah, I just got a vision of this expedition. Picture that you're going across Greenland with skis. And that is a huge ass expedition. And your expectations are high. But what is the most important part? All the preparations. Spending hours and hours and hours reviewing the maps, going over your equipment, the team, training. the people, the training, the physical training, the mental training, the emotional training. That's what we're going to do now. That's what we're doing in this January. So be kind with yourself, be gentle with yourself. I'm saying this to me and myself also. It's a fine balance between how we sort of put time into calendars, into hours of the day, into days of the week. That is a constructed system for us to have a well-functioning society. But if we didn't have that, how could it look like then? Would we rush then? Would we 
be on this timeline if we just threw away the whole calendar. That would be freeing. But it may be a little bit chaotic. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that that is our takeaway for the first episode in January. And we really invite you to join our membership. Next week, we're going to have Joe back. Mm. We're going to talk more about astrology, what's going on. For example, today, Mars ended in retrograde. What does that mean? What yeah. does it mean for communication? And there's just so much happening. And this year, I'm starting to really understand how important astrology actually is. So I really want to learn more about it. And then we have Turin, who's also been on the podcast before. Really beautiful healer. And to talk with her and be in her space, it's like being in love. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, it feels so warm and nice. And I think we all need that. (laughs) I'm so excited for these two sessions. And for everything we're planning in February. Yeah, so if you're curious, check it out, radicalbroccoli.com. Yeah, put the link below. It's a really, really fun space. So with that, we want to say thank you so much for tuning in. We would love to hear from you if you've listened to this episode, if it resonates, if it's something that you felt. And of course, if there's something you want to hear more of in the future. Yes. So I think next few episodes, we'll talk a little bit more about why we are in Costa Rica, what draws us here, how is life here, how to set up sort of a work in a new environment and jumping at those dreams. Yeah. All right. Bye.